This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, remember, every Monday I give one of you 100 bucks to invest in your idea to help get it to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Again, that's Nathan to 33444 to prove it. Last week's winner was Mike Sherbakov. Mike runs his own internet business. He's doing between 100 and 500K per year. And he's a blogger, author, and influencer, building his business, listening to the top. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Top Tribe, this episode 348. Tune in bright and early tomorrow morning to hear how Pavan and why he's so, so, so smart. So why did he quit for a startup? He breaks down why. Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest today is Blake Smith, and he's the CEO of Cladwell. Cladwell helps people look great with fewer quality items of clothing. Blake, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do this. All right. What what is Cladwell? Explain to me what Cladwell is and how do you guys make money? Absolutely. Yeah, Cladwell helps you do more with fewer items of clothing. And so in the fashion industry, we're kind of uh, a sole actor in a way in that our focus is actually that you buy fewer items of clothing. And when you do buy that, you buy quality. And so what we sell is we actually sell a tool that helps you, one, get dressed every single day from the items that you already have in your wardrobe, and two, is make sure that that wardrobe is comprised of the smallest number possible of high-quality items. Mm -hmm. So we're actually helping you shop less, which is kind of strange in the fashion industry. Well, and I really like, I mean, when I go to your website and I kind of look at it, you do a really interesting thing, which I want to jump into the numbers on, but you have kind of the the general opt-in at the top, but then you have like this kind of this neat, very easy-to-read quiz that kind of goes down the page and says things it's always best to be overrated. Do you agree or strongly disagree? And then you do the money. You have like a question about how much do you spend on a clothing budget? And then like how often, you know, do, are you leisurely or going out or smart or suiting up? Uh, how, do people fill this out? I mean, do people actually get through this whole thing? Yes. Actually, the more questions we added up to that point, the more people actually filled it out, which I thought was really interesting. That's um, really was- interesting. Yeah, we was kind of counterintuitive. At first, we only had one question, mm-hmm. and then we got people in. Uh, and so it's kind of interesting to see how people actually want that engagement. Because really, good uh, in the selling process, it's good to ask questions, right? Because mm-hmm. people feel known, and they feel like, this is going to be something that's personalized for me. So how many people, first off, when was the business founded? Uh, two and a half years ago. Okay, two and a half years. And so how many people, I imagine this quiz hasn't been up the whole time, but how many people have filled this out? Over 200,000. 200,000. Wow. That's amazing. All free and organic or is there paid spend behind that? Uh, yes, both. Okay. Both. Okay. So before we dive deeper in kind of the funnel, tell us how you make money. Yeah, we are B2C SaaS. So people pay us 
um, on the women's side, 15 bucks uh, per quarter, and on the men's side, 21 bucks per quarter. The men um, pay more. Interesting. The reason for that is we actually launched as a men's business, and so uh. we, we launched our women's business on a whim last fall just to see what would happen, and women right now are 60% of our business, so uh, that it's grown really fast based on women, so we're kind of trying to catch up to women in a lot of ways with our software. Interesting. Okay, so uh, you've got uh, men and uh, and females obviously paying you so walk us through some of the numbers as of, let's say, Jennifer, of March of 2016. Let's just do March. Um, how many total uh, customers do you guys have? Yeah. So we switched from uh, from a free site, like a freemium site, to actually just a paid site uh, exclusively last fall. So we have uh, over 10,000 people. That's like 11,500 people paying us now monthly. Um, sorry, 10,000 or 1,500? Sorry, 11,500. Oh, 11,500. Okay. Yeah. So they pay you uh, monthly or quarterly? They pay us quarterly. Okay. And since you're looking at this base, I mean, this is essentially a SaaS business. I, I assume you're looking at uh, some of the unit economics stuff. What, what's the, like, what are things like ARPU, CAC, LTV, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So our CAC is on average about 17 bucks. Okay. Um, and just for those of you that don't know what CAC is, it's just how much it costs uh, uh, to get a new customer. Yeah. Um, and so uh, essentially we're almost profitable. We are profitable on the men's side and we're almost profitable like day one from a marketing standpoint right now. And that's not just based on organic. We're spending 30K a month right now on marketing. Okay. And what? And I want to get into kind of where you're spending that, but let's round out the unit economics real quick. Um, so uh, customer acquisition cost is 17 bucks. Uh, what is, uh, what's ARPU, average revenue per user per month? Average revenue per user per month would be on women's side five bucks on uh, the on the men's side seven bucks. Okay, all right. So like a weighted average might be around six. Yeah. So so is it is it, is, is it fair to say I can just do the math eleven thousand five hundred times six to get your your MRR? Uh, yes. Is that about right? Okay, yep. great. And what would that come out to? Uh, our uh, MRR somewhere between sixteen eighty thousand per month. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Close, close. And are you are you bootstrapped? No. Okay. Yeah, we've raised 1.8 million over 1. the course 8. of two and a half years. Welcome to the Midwest <laughs> of really entrepreneurship. Good. No, that's really I, good. Yeah, the Midwest <laughs> is literally in tranches of a half million or 300,000 at a time, unfortunately. Um, we actually just moved out to uh, Mountain View, California. And so we're, we're trying to kind of enter into a new stage where we're trying to raise in larger tranches rather than kind of stringing it along. Mm-hmm. Well, so walk me through the decision you made. Are you the sole founder? Uh, no, I started actually with three other founders. So, oh, wow. so I have one, one founder remaining, uh, my good friend, Chris Merchick, um, uh, he's the head of the fashion side of the business. That was not my expertise. And what's the story there? You know, my first company, I started with, you know, three and ended with one, uh, what happened there? Did it, were people just not focused? So they left or what? Yeah. Uh, I'd say with one of my co-founders, my closest co-founder, Tim Brunk, who's still actually a close friend, um, and he served on the board, um, we just realized that we both were made to lead companies, um, and you can't really have two two head leaders in a company. Yeah. And so I think we kind of realized, like, hey, I didn't sign up to work for you, you didn't sign up to work for me. And so uh, we left on really good terms, and actually he and I, we talk multiple times a week now, so we're still good friends. Um, and then the other was just an early on one where it was a, uh, it was our head of technology and he just got snagged by a great company. Uh, did your, did your kind of founders, uh, agreements that you guys are early on to have a vesting schedule to prevent these guys who are now not active with walking away with big chunks of equity? 
Yeah, we've always done investing schedules. That's all, I made a mistake there. I didn't. I, for, I, I didn't. I knew nothing about it. It was my first time being an entrepreneur. Uh, it was not. I was not happy about the fact that we had a huge chunk of equity not active in the company. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, so uh, tell us then why you made the decision to raise capital instead of just continuing to bootstrap. Um, honestly, it just seemed like the thing to do when you started. Like I feel like everybody kind of had the entrepreneurship bug, and so it seemed like everybody was raising capital. And so uh, sadly, that was as much thought as went into it at the time. Um, if I could do it over again, I would have started bootstrapping. When was it? Uh, was the 1.8 all in one round? Was it a, a seed round? And was it no. a note? No, it was in chunks. Of, okay. like, we started with 300,000 friends and family, then did a half million, and then it did another yeah. half million. Were those all notes, though, or were these priced all, rounds? Uh, yeah, uh, there was the first one was uh, the friends and family. We didn't know any better, and so we did a price round, and then everything after that was a convertible note. Got it. And at typical terms, 8% interest rate, 25% discount? Uh, 10% interest rate and no discount. Okay. Oh, no discount. They're capped notes. Yeah, but, oh, that's, but that's rare. Usually there's a discount even with a capped note. Was that something yeah. that you intentionally, you intentionally negotiated off or? Um, it was a coincidence. It was, uh, I think that we found a template and we read some articles talking about why discounts aren't necessarily that necessary. Got it. Got it. Okay, great. Well, Hey, take us back. I was asking this question. So 2014 would have been your first year, right? Yes. What was your first year revenue? Like a thousand dollars. I love that. <laughs> like, so we found ourselves, we tried affiliates, like affiliate sales. We actually started trying to sell clothing at the beginning. We did affiliates. We did drop shipping where we uh, established partnerships with all these retailers and then it, they would sh ship the clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was the worst. Like affiliates is shoveling nickels. Uh, I'd say drop shipping is shoveling nickels and you have to deal with shipping problems. Um, and so we actually tested, it was last May, I found myself with a glass of bourbon at 11 o'clock at night looking at a three month long $100,000 test that had failed. And I was like, fuck, we have three well, what, what do you mean test? Like that was a, with a like an affiliate or what? With a drop shipper. Oh, and I knew within 24 hours of it launching that it was, it failed. And so I had three months of runway and, uh, essentially no business model. And so we, we kind of came in, it was DEF CON scenario. And I said, we're going <laughs> to test at least one business model a week, um, until we figure out what we're going to do here. And so we just started rapidly testing different ways of charging customers, different ways of like selling data partnerships with other retailers, like anything we do. Cause we only had three months. We ended up testing 22 different permutations and found, uh, yeah, SAS. And we found that actually people wanted somebody on their side when it came to clothing, somebody who worked for them as opposed to was trying to really, I mean, every personal stylist out there is actually just a salesperson. Sure. And so by removing that tension, we found that we could attract people a lot more. So 2014 was your first year. You experimented with these permutations over 20 of them. What did you grow revenue to in total revenue to in 2015? 2015, we went from, gosh, I mean, the month, the year before, I'd say in 2014, we actually, we made like 10 or 15 grand. Okay. Um, and then in 2014, we made over 100 grand. In 2015. Sorry, 2015, we made over 100 grand. Okay. And what would make you really happy if you do it, uh, hit, hit the number in 2016? We're planning to hit a million this year. Oh, great. Great, great, great. Um, Okay. So a lot of this, I want to go back to the, the going from a hundred thousand to a million, um, is obviously impressive. You have paid ads behind it. So I'm curious how, where are you spending the money? How are you acquiring those customers? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. We go to places that people are looking for advice 
And then we tell them that we have a personalized tool that's going to free them. Interesting. It's like people are very reluctantly going and looking for advice for fashion. And the world they have to go to is bloggers, YouTube, Pinterest, Google. It's all like high intensity work places. And so we just advertise at those places and say, hey, what if instead of doing all this work, uh, you just came to us and we'll just, you can outsource it to us and we're going to actually make it, you look great. Cause mm-hmm. that's what people actually want. They don't, they're not going for funsies. They're going because they want to look good. And that's our purpose is we just help people look good. And what is your, um, do they stay, once they get in, are they staying? I mean, what's your monthly churn? Yeah. Uh, monthly churn is 5% of our users are leaving monthly. Okay. So that's not great. I'd like actually, it's that's not horrible our, though. But it's our number one priority right now. It's, I'd say, our worst number. Yeah, it's not horrible, though. I've had talked to some SaaS companies that have raised a lot of money where they're cranking, like, 8 9 10% churn. You really want to be down, obviously, under, like, 1%. But, yeah. Or um, negative churn, even. The negative right is a, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about gross churn, not net churn. But, yeah, gross churn, you want to be, like, sub-1 net churn. Yes. If you can get negative, that's epic. Are you guys, are you, the only way you get negative. Don't even have, we don't even have the possibility to do that. I was going to ask you that. Just, do you have, I was going to say, do you have any upsells? Do you have any way to get to negative churn? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Thinking about it. Yes. Okay, good. And you said you're from the Midwest. Which city? Cincinnati, Ohio. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I gotta give, I gotta give, gotta give props to where, the, where they all start out, right? So Cincinnati. Is, it, is entrepreneurship big there or no? It is. We've got a really cool scene out there, actually. Very cool. Very cool. And what is the, what did you build your team size to out there? Uh, seven. Oh, seven people. Okay. And now, did they all go to Menlo Park with you? Uh, no, we've got three of us out here. Okay, so, but are there still... Uh, right now total employees you know april 2016 still about seven uh six of us okay six okay got it great and then what about um your customer acquisition cost is is pretty actually cheap at 17 bucks why not today click the button in your ad channel and spend all your money if you're acquiring a customer at 17 bucks when their lifetime value is you know worth 20 times you know six dollar arpu yeah, we are very, like, I'd say a lot of it's a cash flow issue. Uh, uh-huh. we, just, we just closed a round as of actually Friday. Oh, congrats. Um, a bridge round, uh, again, Midwest style. Is that included um, in the 1.8 million? Yes. And, why, um, and describe what a bridge, just so the listeners understand, because it's a new, kind of a new term. What does a bridge round mean? Um, in my, in my experience, it's like, Hey, we've got solid traction, but we are in between, we're before the milestones necessary for, uh, the next serious round of funding. So help me, uh, prior investors get to that next milestone so that we can really juice this thing. Yeah. And what would make you really happy in terms of a series? I know you're not doing it right now, but when you do raise a series, a, what would make you really happy in terms of evaluation? Um, yeah, I'm a little confused actually right now on what series A is because like the next round of funding would be series A in Cincinnati, but I'm pretty sure out here, the next round of funding would be considered seed out here. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think maybe the way to think about it is you raised 1.8 on notes, your first price round, what would you love to get valuation wise when you, whenever you do your first price round? Uh, yeah, I'd say. Do you have a target? Uh, yeah, as we've modeled it, it's probably, it's around 10 million. Uh-huh. And what, what do you have to get revenue to, you think, to hit, to, to be able to convince investors to pay a $10 million valuation? Yeah, as I've seen it, I think it's that million dollar ARR number. Okay. Yep. So I, that'd be 88 grand per month ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think that that's like, that's the right, I think that when you're in that, like for us right now, call that 750 mark, like I feel like there are a lot of companies that get stuck right there. And so I think we have to prove that we 
one can get us to a certain level. And then two is that we can deploy serious money monthly from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. So you asked why not spend it all right now? That's actually, that's our exercise right now is we're continually testing the scalability of each channel. And some of those, it's not as simple as like, Oh, I have a Facebook ad. Let's take that from $2,000 to $200,000. It's like you actually have to build out kind of a portfolio of ads. And that's what we're in the exercise of doing right now. Yeah, but it's a good lesson just for listeners or people building a business. It's easy to spend money on a channel, but it really doesn't matter unless you truly understand the diminishing returns in that channel, right? Like how much can you spend? How quickly? And and quite frankly, a lot of people don't like talking about this, Blake, but like for us, when I was building our first company, and I'm curious if it's if it's your case, the things that got us the biggest return were the things that just didn't scale. Like it's just pure freaking hot. call the influencer, send them a freaking card, give them a baby shower when they have their kid, like, and then they're gonna. Instagram and then boom, it gets you hundred new customers. Yes. <laughs> true to, true with you as well. Yeah, no, we killed it on YouTube last summer where we just, we found all the men's thought leaders on YouTube uh, around fashion and we just did rev shares with those guys or paid them. And it was incredible, but we saturated the market and we we're like, Oh shoot. If on the men's side, <laughs> there's actually a limit to this on the women's side. It's incredible. But um, yeah, so I'd say it's definitely been in general, I think digital marketing is really just the process. It's like it's looking for oil. When you find it, you dump all your resources into it until it's empty, and then you go find some more. That's totally. I love that analogy, Blake. And hey, listen, we're we're about to get into the wrap up section of the show. But if people want to connect with you personally online and follow this journey as you build Cladwell, where can they connect with you? Honestly, just email me at blake at cladwell.com. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Hayo and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Hayo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. To get your free first month, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to NathanLatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Blake at cloudwell.com and Top Tribe. We will put that in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 348. Again, forward slash the top 348. All right, Blake, it is time for the famous five. Are you ready? Yes. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I'd say anything in the 
HBR on blank series. So like uh, HBR on strategy, HBR on management. That is the best resource that I've found. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, I'm studying Sheryl Sandberg right now. She's not technically a CEO, but yeah. She's a good one. Yep. Number three, what is your favorite online tool like FreshBooks? Yes, this is lame. Google Calendar. I manage everything from Google Calendar. Okay, number four. Uh, yes or no, as you're building this empire. Actually, like before I ask this, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay, 31. And what's your situation? Are you married? Single? Do you have kids? Married with three kids. Wow. Okay, so here's the question. Yes or no, are you getting no. eight hours of sleep every night? <laughs> no, <of course> that. <laughs> Big no. How many, how many do you get? Uh, I get like six. And what's your wife, Joe? I'm just curious. Uh, she stays at home and she's a political activist. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, that's great. Last question here. Take us back 11 years, Blake. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, that I think it, I'd say that it was okay to follow my curiosity, that that actually was a good thing to follow. Awesome. Well, Top Tribe, there you have it from Blake at Cladwell. It is okay to follow your curiosity. They started two years ago making just a grand in their first year. They've now scaled to over 11,000 customers looking to revolutionizing, revolutionize the clothing industry in a weird way. Buy less clothes. They raised $1.8 million, doing over 60 grand per month in recurring revenue. Blake, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot, man. Top Tribe, if you enjoyed this episode, go back and listen to Alex from yesterday. Alex shares how Social Rank hit 50K in MRR in under two years. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Folks, the greatest business show on earth is coming to Austin, Texas on October 6th, featuring a Grammy performer over cocktails at the end. You know him or her very well. They've won so many awards, they're going to blow us away. If you're skeptical, go to the event site, nathanladka.com forward slash Austin Live. Look at the speakers and you'll find yourself asking yourself in your brain, how can I miss this? It's going to feature two, two capuchin monkeys that can sell, billionaires back battling live, startups launching live on stage and raising capital. It's going to be unbelievable. Get your tickets now at nathanlatka.com forward slash Austin live. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win a hundred bucks every Monday.